I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Guys, I'm super excited for our fifth episode with Ayana Duki. She's one of my favorite comedians. I'm just staring at you like right in the face. Um, I really and I really mean that. I think you're so funny and so progressive, and just you push boundaries in such a like safe way. Does that make sense? Um, you can find her online. What's your uh, What's your Twitter and Insta handle again? Um, it's a Duki a D as in David O O K I E Duki like the Green Bay album because she has the best last name <laughs> ever. Duki. We are about to talk about yeast infections stupid shit we've done for dudes all of the things um so guys enjoy the episode to me if you're getting on a plane to go meet someone you're going to fuck oh my god yeah i called my best friend Vache, who had been fucking since forever and i was like i need you to look into my vagina <laughs> and, and she was like on it Got yeah it. she literally there was no like oh my god this is so weird she was like cool i'm on my way you've never had an abortion before no why are you bragging? I'm not bragging. Like, you asked me a question. I've never had the question before, and I'm not. Hi. Like, so this is Ayana Duki, which I am obsessed with your last name. Yes. I think it's the greatest name ever, and I honestly think it's one of the reasons why you are born for stardom, because that is <laughs> such a name that is never going to be forgotten. I love it. I People love it. I think it's not really my last name. I know. And fuck them. It's, it's a great so- last name. Thank you. I finally learned how my little brother is... He's 20 years younger than me. And when he was like in middle school, him and my stepmom almost went and changed his name to her maiden name because he was like, everybody makes fun of me. I'm like, there's so me and my sister went through it. I have cousins that went through it. Like Mm -hmm. it's it's an Indian name, um, India, Indian by way of Trinidad. And Trinidad has a lot of Indian people there. They came through from India via slavery. 
because, you know, the British. Yeah, I was, um, say, I was like, colonials do. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. So, you know, they try to enslave everybody. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So my great grandparents, I believe, migrated from India to Trinidad. And I think the name used to be Duki, D-O-O-K-H-I-E. Okay. And somewhere the H got dropped because it was just like, we don't need that extra weight <laughs> on the boat. Um, And there, yeah, now it's just Duki, like the Green Day album. So you've done the show before. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what story you did? Um. I think the story I did, I'm pretty sure, was about meeting a guy at a career fair. And um, he was Catholic as well. He was a black Catholic, which Mm -hmm. I don't meet often. Uh, We only had a few hours because the career fair was about to be over and he was flying back to St. Louis and I was in Baltimore. And we arranged for me to fly to St. Louis like three weeks later to hang out with him And that happened to be Palm Sunday (laughs) that weekend. And like I I always say I'm brainwashed Catholic. Mm -hmm. I'm not really Catholic. I might be Catholic when it's convenient, which is the situation with that guy because he was cute. He's like, I'm Catholic. I was like, I'm Catholic too (laughs) Um, because you're cute. (laughs) And uh, so he actually took that literally. And um, so I flew out to St. Louis. And I mean, you're flying. If To me, if you're getting on a plane to go meet someone of the opposite sex or same sex if you're homosexual uh you're going to fuck oh my god yes yeah like that's uh, we're not i'm not gonna go see what kind of restaurant st louis had i'm not going there for i don't know what they have bridges there or some shit i don't know even what there's in in st louis neither do i there's dick that's where i was going (laughs) i was going for dick and uh i went there and that was the and he was super sweet because i was like we had three weeks to get to know each other Mm -hmm. on the phone Mm mm-hmm Cause we'd only like, we'd met like twice and talked and like, like we'd known each other probably for a solid three hours before we decided to do this. Oh my God. I know. And he was, I mean, he was really cute. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And he was an engineer for Bow. I was an engineer too. He was an engineer for Bow, for Bowen. And I was like, oh, okay. Like he's, he's black. He's an engineer. He was one of my, he's in my brother fraternity. Um, he was Catholic. I mean, that didn't matter, but I was just collecting shit that we had in common. Um, and I was like, yeah, let's do this. So we talked on the phone. He was super sweet. He created a pamphlet um, of all the things we were going to be doing oh while in Satan, like an itinerary. Like if I printed out, it was like threefold. Oh my yeah. Like he did. I was just like, oh my gosh, just I've never had, I've had people create mixtapes for me, but never like a pamphlet. Never a pamphlet. Never a pamphlet. Never so a threefold like, pamphlet. I mean, like, who that's does commitment. That? It had color, like graphics and shit, girl. I was like, what? My, my, my vagina's never gotten so excited. As I was going to say, when a pamphlet gets you wet, like you are like ready. You yeah. know, you're like, this is what's happening. Yeah. Oh girl. my God. So we're like, I'm going through, like, we're talking about all the things we're going to do. And then he told me, he was just like, well, you know, you are coming on Palm Sunday um, that weekend. Um, He's just like, so we're going to go to church on Sunday. I would like to take you to my church. So I was good because he didn't write in the pamphlet, like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) We weren't, we weren't, he didn't have like Saturday night, fuck. Like, like, fuck, it wasn't included on the pamphlet. (laughs) So... I was confused. I was like, well, if we're going to church and you're actually planning on going to church and church made it into the pamphlet, right? then maybe I am, maybe we're not going to have sex, right? Which is weird because I'm like, I, that's going to be awkward to be in a bed with somebody that clearly both of y'all are attracted to, unless mm-hmm. he's going to put me in a guest room. 
I was just going to ask, were you guys in the same bedroom? Yeah, so I asked them because, like, me being me, like, I was talking to my girlfriends because, you know, you, now you have to call all your girls and have them weigh in and be like, so do you think, of course, you're going to fuck, but he put your... They're like, ooh, that's a bit of a conundrum. So, like, mm -hmm. we all were like... Huh, like you know so yeah you because like you're really polling all of your girlfriends like okay suppose this happened and you know and thank goodness i have awesome girlfriends that no one judged me uh -huh. for saying i'm gonna go to st louis to see this dude dude you know i've done it i went to the midwest once i went to fucking kansas once that has to be some good day because there's nothing else in kansas no, but him and Dorothy. oh that's the worst i'm no. sorry oh, i mean i've learned i've grown but uh <laughs> Yeah, you know, you never know. It's a crapshoot sometimes. When you're flying for dick, you don't always know what you're going to get. Yeah. Just make sure they pay. I didn't. That was my no, main I was, I was just mistake. about to say the most embarrassing part of this story is that I bought my own plane ticket. Oh, I bought my own plane ticket, too. Don't worry. You know what? We're independent ladies that like dick. So we were we had an A game. You know, we had a schedule. We knew what we wanted. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, the weird thing is, like, I thought I was like, I don't need no dude to buy me anything. And I, I and like I remember back then thinking, well, if he if he pays for my plane ticket, then he's going to expect something. And I was like, but you're giving him the only thing you could expect. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. did he expect you to bring back trinkets from Baltimore? Like, a shot glass? <laughs> like, I don't know what else. You know, I'm like, you're going there to have sex with him. The least he can do is go 50-50 on him. But I've always felt so weird taking money from men. Me too. I've, I've, I've personally had an issue with asking men for plan B. Yeah. I have always paid for my own plan B, which in retrospect, fuck that. I should have been like, you're at least paying 75% because most of this is your problem because you didn't want to wear a condom. condom. So, but yeah, there is like a weird, I think sometimes we get like thrown all these ideas about what feminist feminism yeah. means that it's like we would be able to support ourselves when it's like, no, sometimes it's being able to ask for, we need you to give this us because that's what's equal. Yeah. There's so much. It's so hard being a lady sometimes. You said 75. I think a man should pay 100% of the plan B. You know what? They should. I even I even made it less because I didn't even know. But you're right. They should pay 100% because I mean, we're the ones that would have to deal with all of the record, yeah. like uh, what would happen afterwards. Yeah, that is, I mean, I... We're going also off tangent. I um don't worry. We can go wherever you want in this podcast. There <laughs> no. are no limits. The limit does not exist. I remember there was somebody and like he's a really good friend and um I remember he was the first time I ever had to take a plan B. Mm -hmm. And he was it was so he's like, okay, so I'm gonna drive you to the drugstore. And we went and like literally he just handed me forty dollars and disappeared into the CVS. Like, I don't know where he went in the CVS, but then we both resurfaced in front of the store and got into the car and I had this, I didn't even know plan B existed. I was like, oh, what? Yeah. And he was like, a plan B. I was like, I don't, are you, I don't, are you being funny? Yeah. Is this like a, like a figurative plan B? Yeah. And he was like, no, there's a, so like I went there and I was like, can I get a plan B? And I was so, so embarrassed. So emb I don't know why I was embarrassed. Like I felt like the woman at CVS was judging me. And even if she was, I'm like, so? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? So this is when it was still behind the counter, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. This, this, when, this, this when it was two pills. You had to take one pill yeah, and then and wait they, 12 hours. They like had a little pack. They, why mm -hmm. is there so much packaging for two small ass pills? I don't know. So I think they just really packaging. were trying to like guilt us as much yeah. as possible. Because the first time I got Plan B was also at a CVS. And it was Easter Sunday. Because uh, that's when I lost my virginity. It was Easter weekend. We so. have such like. I know, right? Jesus has risen. 
<laughs> I mean, it was worth it. The dick was great, but I uh, we didn't use protection. I wasn't on the pill, so I was like, here we go. I wonder, do they still have? First of all, you don't have to go. It's not. It's now um, just like hanging up. Okay, you can just buy it and take it to the front of the store, but, or buy it in the pharmacy if you want. But you don't have to ask for it anymore. They don't have it behind the glass case. Nope. Let me tell you what pisses me off about CVS. So I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood, and. My first yeast infection, right? First oh. of all, I didn't know what was happening because I wasn't even sexually active at that oh, time. Oh, because you don't have to be sexually active for yeast infection. I know, but see, that's how they get you because it makes you, because so my mom, my mom is a shitty parent. Um, so my my vagina was itching. And if you've, <laughs> that's what happened. Like, and it's, it, yes, yes. It's just like such an understatement when it comes to the feeling you have when you have a yeast infection. Mm-hmm. Like itch does not describe the burning and the just because I didn't know what was going on. And I'm like, literally, I was so scared. I was like, maybe I had sex and didn't know. Like, because I, I, I didn't, <laughs> I had no idea whatsoever. But my vagina is on fire right mm-hmm. now. And I go to my mom and me and her have never had the sex talk. And I'm like, I'm like a solid 18, 19 years. No, I'm eight. I'm 18 years old at this point. Cause I remember I was still going to the pediatrician at this time. Okay. And I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going anywhere where there's children's toys in the waiting room to talk about my scratchy vagina. Like I'm not, I'm not doing it. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> so I go to my mom and it's very awkward. And I'm like, it itches down there. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, well, that's because you shouldn't be putting things down there. And you're like, bitch, I didn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. So I'm like, well, okay, well, this is this is clearly not the person I'm supposed to talk to about this. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, you go to your friend. So what I did is I got a bunch of encyclopedias, which tells you how long ago this was that we still had encyclopedias in the house. And I like propped my hip up and then got like a mirror uh-huh. and tried to look into my own vagina. Oh my god! And then when I couldn't do that, I called my best friend. We all got to have a good tribe of folks around us. I called my best friend Vache, who had been fucking since forever, and I was like, "I need you to look into my vagina." <laughs> and, and she was like, "On it, got yeah." It. She literally, there was no like, "Oh my god, this is so weird." She was like, "Cool, I'm on my way," and she came, and I spread, and she was like, "Yeah, it's definitely red." And I was like, "All right." She's like, "Well, so this is before the internet, so it's not like I could Google why is my vagina itchy." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I don't know how we deduced that I had a yeast infection, but I went to CVS again, and once again, fucking CVS. But um, I live in a predominantly black neighborhood. Important to the story, so I get to CVS, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna go get the monostat," and I'm like, "Okay, so all of the monostat is behind a glass case, right?" I purposely went late at night because I don't need people to see right. that my coochie's you know, itching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I still have to go to the front and have some dude, because, you know, it's pretty much men working at this time, come back, be like, which one do you want? All right. And I'm just like, oh, God, now I got to really make the choice between one, three, and seven. <laughs> so, and he's putting me on the spot, and it seems like for I'm like, oh, give me the three, because it's right in the middle. It's also prime numbers. So I don't know why they all go by prime numbers. Um, so he gives me a three and I go to the front. So I'm very, 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 very confused at this point. Mm-hmm. So I call my friend years, years, years down the line. I'm talking to my girlfriend who's now a doctor. And she was like in medical school. And, you know, weird, weird stories come up. And I was like, I remember the first time I got a yeast. She was probably talking about some smelly cooch she had saw during residency. And I was like, I remember the first <laughs> yeast. She's a doctor. <laughs> and I'm telling her, I was just like, yo, why they got 
the monostats locked up behind. And she said, well, black women put it in their hair. Some not, not, not all black women. Whatever active chemical is in yeast infection cream, uh-huh. it helps black women's hair grow. Oh my God, I have quicker. no clue. So she goes, that's why in your predominantly black neighborhood, they have the monostat behind a glass case because people come there and steal the shit because they wow. try to get their hair to grow. It, there's certain things that I'm just like, because, you know, now I remember how I was talking to Natasha because I was like, if somebody's vagina is on fire and they need yeast infection cream mm-hmm. and they need to steal that shit because they don't have, because it's expensive. It's expensive. It's very expensive. It's all expensive. Yes. Like literally I wash it. I'm just like, so I can't go on Pinterest and find some home remedies to cure this shit. Like I really got to pay a whole 2137 for this shit. Like I, it just, and there's never a coupon for it. There's never a coupon. So all the coupons CVS gives you on that long ass receipt. There's never a coupon <laughs> for that. <laughs> And that's when she told me, she was like, well, you know, people aren't just using it to cure. And I just, there's just certain things. I'm just like, just give it out. Just that. I mean, the plan B, just give it out. Like I, it's going to save everybody a hassle. It's going to make people so much happier. It's going to make so many people so much happier. Why don't we ever celebrate? We should, I, I feel like a good part of women's history should be knowing whom, who created plan B. I don't know. I do know who created birth control. I know who, it was Margaret Sanger that uh, created the pill. Okay. And that is the Planned Parenthood of New York City of like of Manhattan. That is the Margaret Sanger um, building. Okay. I have no clue who created Plan B. We should but you're right. There should be yeah. a building. There should be a book. Yeah. Because there's a book about uh, about the pill at this point, which I read half of it, but it was a library book and I like didn't have time to finish it, but it was like really good. Um, I want to know now. I want to know who we did should it. Do, I think that should be, I think when we celebrate Women's History Month, like, I feel like women who have done things that people, pe- make people feel comfortable, mm-hmm. like that, those are the people who get celebrated, like the Maya Angelou's and Oprah's and I don't know who else, but other people. Um, <laughs> but I think like we should celebrate, like this woman allows me to fuck. And, yes. And not like you know, and not get pregnant if I don't want like, you know, like who, who invented the IUD or even if it's a dude, because it's like you're helping women out. And why are we not celebrating the ability for us to make the choice to fuck? Yes, I and, know. Because like I think the the current administration, they just cut a shit ton of uh, of money that goes to actual <laughs> family planning. And they're trying to push. Uh, God, what is it called? I cannot remember it because I can't even take it seriously. But it's the one where the woman has to literally track her ovulation. I think that's called, what is that? Like family? I think that's called family planning. It might be. I cannot for the life of me remember what it is. But it's basically the woman does not have sex when she's ovulating. If she does not want to get pregnant. Which now implies that this woman does not get to have sex certain times. Because like this is when she would actually get pregnant. And it's a, it's a pretty big window where you can get pregnant. And it's just like it's such bullshit. Which is why plan B is so great. Because plan B is like hey hey. We know sometimes you're going to be in the moment. You're going to be yeah. in a stairwell in the middle of night. And you're going to want to fuck this guy. And maybe you don't have a condom on you. Maybe you didn't take your pill three days in a row but we got your back girl because sex is such an important part of your life I as that, it should be that makes me angry too just I you know when I think about feminism I think it's it's you know the first thing thing people think about are equal pay and equal opportunities and that type of stuff probably more when it comes to the workplace mm-hmm. um 
And then you think about just, you know, I even sometimes I get mad at my boyfriend, like when I got my IUD and um, because he was pushing for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And not pushing it. And I, I love my boyfriend to pieces and he's great. And this is not, nothing negative against him. But he was just like, you know, you should consider the IUD. And in his defense, my rheumatologist was also pushing it too because it doesn't have any hormones in it. And with me having lupus, the least amount of horm- additional hormones in my body the works better. out best. Yes. Yeah. But I heard so many horror stories about getting an IUD and how painful it was. Um, that I was scared shitless. Of course. Um, so then I opted. I was just like, all right, I'm going to go get the IED. And reason being too, because I was essentially losing insurance and I wouldn't have money to get that pill every month. So I was like, if I get the IED, then that's one thing I don't have to worry about. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm assuming you got copper because that one doesn't have yes. the hormones. So that one lasts 10 years. And when I say the, first of all, the pain, to get it in in like they're like slight discomfort. Can we stop saying slight discomfort and just say this shit hurts? About anytime people say slight discomfort, I'm just like, you're lying to me. I know you're lying to me. You're lying to me right now. So it was not fucking slight discomfort. It nope. was all the pain. They apparently, because I've never been pregnant and um so my cervix was not accustomed to open. That's not a brag, because I said that to one of my friends. They're like, stop bragging. Like, <laughs> <was> no. Like, <laughs> I'm not right. I was like, I've never been pregnant, so it was really hard for the for the um the nurse practitioner. Like, why are you bragging? <laughs> what? What? Like you're telling on yourself like, right now? What does that now. even mean? Yeah, like what? So you've never like you've never had an abortion before? No. <laughs> why are you bragging? I'm not bragging. Like you asked me a question. I've never had an abortion before, and I'm not saying I've never had an abortion because I'm like I'm so fucking safe. Like there are so many. This is how I know the universe is on my side. You know how many times I should have been pregnant or had an Seven. STD? Yeah. Fifteen and a half times because that dude had a little dick. Um, but there's so many times that I should have been pregnant or with an STD or something along those lines, and I don't have one because I am one of the most trusting people out there. I don't know if it's trusted or stupid or the whole Scorpio shit is real, but I don't know. But I'm not bragging when I say I've never been pregnant. So the, the nurse practitioner, she was just like, it's very hard because your cervix has never, you have a virgin cervix. So I was like, at least something about me is virgin still. <laughs> and she went in there and I guess the thing kept on snapping clothes like a turtle. I don't know. But she was just, and it's like the wick, because it's like a, this pension inside it's of you. It's just internal. Oh my oh, God. Yeah, I like, know it. You can't, like, you want to touch, but there's nothing to touch because, it, 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 oh my God. And then after that, you know, she's like, you're going to be spotting a little bit. No, bitch, I'm bleeding. Like, I'm full on bleed. Like, you just resurrected my whole period right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're, we're bleeding. Mm-hmm. So she gave me a bullshit ass, pa- like, uh, max um, panty liner. I don't know what panty liners are good for. because Nothing. Yeah, they're just decorative. Like, <laughs> they are decorative. <laughs> I ain't going to be in a panty liner. This is not the, no, no type of discharge. It's just, it's decorative. And my vagina's going to smell like flowers. Look, okay. Anyway, so I started. <laughs> bleeding full on blood and it was in pain and then like the next day I was like okay I'm feeling a lot better girl four days before my period came 
my back started hurting. I was like, well, maybe oh, no. I worked out too hard. And then it started hurting more and then more to the point where I could not walk. I could oh, not no. sit up. Like, and I'm on, I'm on every chat room about this IUD because I know I've had lupus long enough that I know a lupus pain versus just some other shit. Mm-hmm. And that was some other shit. Mm-hmm. And I am, I mean... I, I'm going through, I got drunk. That's still, I still felt the pain. You know, you're in pain when, even when you're drunk, you're still like, I'm still hurting. Yeah. Still pain. And finally in a chat room, this girl was like, I can't sit down. She described every symptom I had from even to the point of whenever I get in a car, just anytime you hit a pothole, like that, just that, ugh, that pain. And she goes, once I started bleeding, that's when the pain started to subside. And then my period came like two days later and then it starts to subside. Oh, thank God. I was taking four Aleves, nothing. And I'm, I'm fine with taking that much because for lupus, I've taken a high dosage of that kind of stuff. Um, so I know it wasn't going to kill me, um, <laughs> which is very important. It's always good when you have a chronic disease because you know what will and will not take you out. Because um, Aleve you can't drink with, right? Like you could drink with ibuprofen, but you can't drink with Aleve or Tylenol, right? I mean, I'm not a doctor. It might have been just Tylenol. I'm still here. Okay. (laughs) I'm still here. I would not recommend this to your listeners. (laughs) We are not doctors, as I've said in the past on this podcast. Yeah, like, don't. Well, the girl on the podcast said, look, don't call me if shit happens. Um, But. Yeah. And it just and each month after that, it got better to the point where now it's not so bad. Um, And I'm happy that I, Mm -hmm. you know, I I told myself, I was like, I'm going to hold I'm going to keep this for six months. In six months, it doesn't get any better. We're going to pull the string out and and just figure out a different situation. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do. You're so right. Like, so I also have an IUD. I also had like I did not have an awful experience. I think I had the same experience as most women who have not been pregnant, but like my doctor who one, I lucked out was uh, a doctor very closely associated with lady parts justice. So I had like my legs up in the stirrups and they were asking what I did. And I was like, I'm a comedian. And they were like, Oh, do you know? So-and-so and so-and-so. And And I was like, yeah, I perform with them all the time, but she was great. She, she like, she talked me through it, but she was like, bitch, this is going to hurt. And I have a sensitive cervix. Mm -hmm. So I, it sounds like you do too. So they dilated my cervix, which not fun. And then, you know, for me, the worst part was when they measure, they have to measure your uterus Mm -hmm. to make sure they don't perforate your fucking uterus. Right. Like you're even just like, yeah, that was the part that little because I saw I watched the video. (gasps) Yeah. I just remember it's just such like you said, it's such an internal pain. And I remember just gasping out loud and she like grabbed me and was like, I know. It's almost done. And we got through it. She 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 got it in, blah, blah, blah. But she was like, all right, we're going to let you go. We're going to give you some time. And like I stood up and there was just blood all over the floor. And I was just like, holy shit. And I got mine right after Trump because I was like, I'm not fucking with this. Yeah. I'm on Obamacare. I, I'm getting this as soon as possible because I want to know that like if I don't want to get pregnant, I'm not going to get pregnant. Yep. Um. And so there's also like some angry feelings at people that like had voted for Trump. I was like, I hate you. This is your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but did they tell you, though, that afterward you're basically experiencing mild contractions? No, that's what's happening. Yeah. You're, that's what the pain that you felt, that internal pain were mild, not even like legit contractions. So mild fucking contractions. And I was it was the worst pain I have ever felt in my life. And I have had my knee dislocate at least 12 times. 
and it doesn't even compare and how bad it felt. And they do not tell you that because I was nannying for a mom of three kids and I was like, look, I might need this day off because I'm getting IUD. And she's like, you're fine. And I called her. I was like, nope, pick up your own goddamn kids. Like, I'm not coming. Like, I just was like like just double down in pain. I could not move. And the next day I had to be on a train to go home for fucking Thanksgiving. And I was like, I'm not dealing with this. Like I'm not, it was the worst. It was the fucking worst. And I do, I think you're right. Like I think they need to tell people what mild discomfort really means because it's fucking awful. And then I would for like three or four months, I got the Marina, which has hormones Mm -hmm. in it. Um, because I didn't want a period. I haven't seen my period in like literally a year. And it's amazing. Um, yeah, because the copper makes your period more aggressive. Yeah, they say it makes it heavier. And um, I mean, when my period's there, it's definitely there. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, who put these bullshit ass light tampons in this box? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> I think the light tampons are for you to soak in vodka and put in your butthole. Like, I think that's what they. Which I've had friends do and they almost died. Let me tell you, you know, I was always wondering. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to go into the story how I did that. Um, nothing has been in my ass. That's not true. But um, I was wondering how they did that. Because whenever I, because I was like, as soon as you dip it in, like, I, like liquid, it, it just expands. expands. It like crazy. So, you know, it took me a year. And then like this past, I think it was Monday, I was at New York Comedy Club in the green room. And me and another lady comic, we realized at the same time, we we're like, oh, you keep it in the plastic applicator. And then you. Oh. So, okay, so y'all were wondering this, so no one thought to ask how this happened. Yeah. Because I was like, how do they do that? I was like, because as soon as you put it in in liquid, it expands. It just balloons up. So I was like, oh. And like, it just came to me. Um, I, you know, because you asked the universe and this is what happens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to try the Diva Cup. I do. But I don't I, think we can with an IUD. I don't think you can. I'm pretty sure I've read that somewhere that you with if you have an IUD, you can. See, that's information they need to be louder about. Because with the IUD, you have to be careful, especially you have to be careful with toys and things you put inside of you because you have to make sure that it's fully clean or it could infect you and then the IUD. So you have to be very, very conscious of how like much you're cleaning what's going inside of you. Okay, so my friend again, who's a doctor, she gives me so much information. Uh she told me, because I was like, oh, I got noni eggs. Are they noni eggs? I think they're noni eggs. You know, the little egg things you put up your cooch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're supposed to hold them up and jit. Um, so I got, you know, because I was like, I'm going to be sexy and I'm going to have a strong cooch. Like, I haven't worked on. <laughs> I'm going to do my kegels. Yeah, I'm going to be able to hold five pounds up with my vag and do two pull-ups. Um, <laughs> these are my 2018 goals. Um, but she told Good me. I, girl, look. she told. I bought the whole noni eggs and then I past the point where I can return them to Amazon said they're just decorative now. Uh, But she told me, she said, because they're porous and there's no way to effectively clean them, um, that they are actually not good for you. Yeah. Things like that. Things like that. You have to put at least a condom over it. Like, oh yeah. Like you have to be aware of like, if it's, is it silicon? Is it glass? Like what is, what is it made of that you're putting inside of you? Especially, especially for us. Cause like it's our, it's our vag. Like so much is going on in there that like, we don't really realize that you have to be very aware of like what it's made of. Are there, um, oh, I'm forgetting the word, but there is a type of, um, material that a lot of sex toys are, um, are made out of and mm-hmm. it causes cancer. So, uh, yes, it's called like, it's like 
fallibles or something. I'm I, I'm gonna have to relook at the word up, but it's like a real thing, and you have to be very aware. Like, so you have to look at the ingredients that are made of like with your sex toys and whatnot. I'm a huge fan of glass. It's easy to take care of. It's not porous. Um, uh, and like even uh, you can't use certain lubes with certain toys because like like certain lubes will deteriorate the actual mm-hmm. toy or it'll deteriorate the actual condom. Like you have to be very aware. Like you can't use like. Uh, like KY jelly with like any type of condom, it will kill the condom and you could get pregnant. Like there's a lot of things, which is why I wish this was talked about in so many like schools because this would stop so many pregnancies because it's just information that's not given out to people. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy how much I've learned just by doing this show, like how much I've learned about what we're putting inside of ourselves and what can um, cause pregnancies and what could get in the way of a lot of things and what could cause infections and all of this shit. It's crazy. My mind is complete. And I know this is the third time I'm saying I'm a full 36. (laughs) But my mind is so blown because these are not things. And like, like listening to you, I am amazed that my cooch is fully functioning and <laughs> that I've not gotten pregnant because I didn't know any of that. And I, I'm not, I'm not big on toys. Like it's, I don't know. I have them and me and I'm, I now have a boyfriend that I'm like, I'll try wild shit with, mm-hmm. but it's still like it, like even like KY jelly, like I've never known that about condoms as far as I, you know, that's just, you should do like a whole episode on just, that oh i know there's so much information Info- i just said information information which is why i started my show which i want you on mm-hmm. that uh had to get canceled at friends and lovers um sex with your mom the adult sex ed game show okay because it i have a co-host who is like a uh sexual educator in new york city high schools and i've just learned so much from her that like we've just never been taught my mom was not talk about like she well, and I, she got pregnant when she was 19. So I was like, I know you fucking. Yeah, I exactly. Know you were I know the, the, whatever age that I was talking about that you had been sexually active at that point. So I don't know if it was a matter of her being like, I don't want you to fall into that same trap or she just doesn't know how to talk about it. So she was just like, you're not supposed to be doing it uh, or not seeing me as a full human. Because I think parents do that, too. They want to see their kids as this, this, this whatever, not person not person with desires and wants and needs yeah. and sexual charges and urges and um so she wouldn't my dad on the other hand he um i was stuck in a car with him a trans am a very tiny car oh uh, my god i used to have a trans am <laughs> it was very small and you don't realize how small it is until awkward conversations happen Ooh. in it <laughs> I'm in there and he was picking me up from Jersey, taking me back to Maryland because I was visiting my sister who lived in Jersey at that time. And I was 16 years old and we're on the Jersey Turnpike. And he starts off with, you're a Scorpio like your mother. And I didn't know where this was going because I'm 16. how could you? (laughs) Yeah, I'm 16. And I literally was not, I didn't lose my virginity until I was like 18. And like in it, like not when I just turned 18, but like 18 um and he's like uh you're a scorpio like your mother and uh because of this you're gonna have certain urges and uh you know sex is and i was like oh like because i mean like literally he jumped right into it like it's not like something was on the radio or we kind of like it was just but this is where this is what it is and i remember Uh just pressing my face against that 
that glass window on the Trans Am and just being like, I mean, we're not going that fast. If I just open the door and just roll. <laughs> <laughs> we in the right lane. I just get onto the shoulder and look. the rumble strip will slow me down. You can do that ladybird <laughs> shit and just like fall out. <laughs> yes. Like, you were ahead of your time. <laughs> just that tuck. You know, I'm good at physics. I can figure this out. Um, but yeah, he was just like, you're going to have certain urges and you can't let sex control you because Scorpios have the tendency to let sex control you. Your uncle Bobby, which is his best friend, he's like, he's a Scorpio and he had heart to heart surgery. And the doctor told him you cannot have sex because, you know, your heart is still healing. And the first thing he was thinking about is when can I have sex? And you can. And he's just going on all these examples of Scorpios that he knows because that was that. I don't know why he thought that was <laughs> What 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 sign was he? What sign was like? I just love that he was Catholic, but he went off of astrology. Because we're West Indian, West Indians people. I don't know what it is about astrology. Yeah, I mean, he is born in he's he's a Taurus. I know nothing about Taurus. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he probably knows a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They don't have the same sexual urges. (laughs) Yeah, but he was like, your mother's a Scorpio and Uncle Bobby's a Scorpio. And he's like listing these Scorpios in the family and how. And I'm just like, I don't want to have this conversation. I don't want to know anything about these people having this conversation. I mean, like, because these are people I know. These are adults that, you know, that I, you know, that are adult figures that I don't ever want to think about in that type. And I wasn't even thinking about sex at that time. I was like, uh, right yeah you're yeah. young and like so there's that and then you know I, and that had nothing to do I, I i don't i guess you know you should give him applause for being a dad trying to talk to his 16 year old daughter about sex and that was the best he could do mm-hmm. you know when i see him i'm gonna bring this up to him because i'm gonna make him uncomfortable you should i mean yeah. i learned i learned my mom lied to me about a lot of birth controls to stop me from having sex what did um, she say? She would say, and this is one of my big jokes on one of my stories. Uh, she would say, uh, the pill and a condom and you and your brother are still fucking here. And when I asked her about that lie, she was like, did you have sex in high school? And I was like, no. And she was like, good. Lie accomplished. Wow. Yeah. Because she would also tell me, like, you need to have sex with more than one person. You need to have sex, like, in all, like, the positions. You need to figure out what you like. So there's a lot of, like, conflicting information all of a sudden when I hit, like, high school. But she was right. Like, I didn't have sex until I was 20 because I, like, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to map this out so that I can get a college degree before I accidentally get pregnant, you know? So I love how you said accidentally get pregnant because that's the only way it happens. Right? <laughs> guys thank you so much for listening to me and ayana talk about all the things um remember to like uh follow on instagram facebook remember more brand more brana more banana.com <laughs> i've now i think i've finished that bottle rosé myself um more banana.com or awkward sex in the city.com and at awkward sex in the city on twitter and insta and facebook and like subscribe tell us how you're feeling ask us questions we can't wait and ayana i would love to have you on again in Yay! the very near future and thank you again for coming thanks for having me Yay.